0: On today's show, Brexit could cause car prices to soar in the UK. A Chinese startup just bought an assembly plant from AM General. And a supplier company is coming out with seat covers specifically designed for ride-sharing. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show that is researched, written, and produced for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Well, the pro-Brexit people probably never saw this one coming. A study from Deloitte predicts that car prices in the UK will go up by 5,600 euros because of taxes, tariffs, and other inefficiencies. That's $6,250 more per car. Not surprisingly, Deloitte is also predicting a big drop in car sales. As much as 20% by 2019, which is when the U.K. will officially exit the E.U. England is a major player in the European auto market, accounting for 20% of Germany's car exports. As a result, Deloitte says the German auto industry will lose 18,000 jobs, and that's probably going to make the anti-Brexit people in Germany all the more angry. Last year, automakers set the all-time record for selling new cars in the U.S. market. But based on historical trends, those sales should have been a whole lot higher. In 2001, automakers sold 17.4 million vehicles. Last year, they sold 17.5 million. But since 2001, the population of the U.S. grew by more than 39 million people. That means not as many people are buying new cars as they used to. Instead, they're buying used cars or using other kinds of transportation, and that trend is likely to continue. As ride-sharing and mobility services become more popular, a smaller percentage of the population will buy new cars. And that means we may never see car sales go above the levels that they hit in 2016. Hey, an electric garbage truck? Sure, why not? And that's coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. We've been reporting on all kinds of electric cars and even electric semi-trucks, so it shouldn't come as any surprise that the next step is an electric garbage truck. Chicago is working with a company from the Bay Area called Motive, which created an all-electric garbage truck. Of course, they don't call it a garbage truck. They call it an electric refuse vehicle, or ERV. It has a 60-mile range, a payload capacity of 9 tons, and 1,000 pounds per cubic yard of compaction, which means it's got plenty of power to run its hydraulic system. It can be charged in eight hours using Motive's Level 3 charger. And Chicago plans to add 20 garbage uh, ERVs to its fleet of 600 trucks. Speaking of electrics, a Chinese-backed company that's based in Silicon Valley and is called SF Motors just bought an assembly plant from AM General. That's the plant in Indiana that was making the R-Class for Mercedes-Benz and exporting them to China a contract that expires in a few months. SF Motors is going to use the plant to make electric cars, which will be part of a mobility brand that it plans to launch in the San Francisco area. AM General will keep its separate assembly plant that makes military vehicles. And by the way, SF Motors is owned by the Chongqing SOKON Industry Group, which makes engines and automotive components in China. Most cars are used by one person, and they're parked for around 23 hours a day. But with ride-sharing, that all changes. Ride-sharing cars can be used by anywhere from 10 to 20 people a day. That means heavy wear and tear, especially with the seats. So the seat manufacturer, Adiant, decided to design removable seat covers. They can be unzipped and removed to wash, all without damaging the foam, and it offers a coating that makes the seats liquid-repellent and stain-resistant. Adian says their seat covers can also be a fashion statement. There will be several different colors and designs for customers to choose from, making ride-sharing cleaner and more personal. Back in 2008 and 2009, the U.S. auto industry collapsed, and the state of Michigan collapsed along with it. Today, things look a whole lot better, and we'll tell you why right after this. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. On our television program, Autoline This Week, the topic is going to be all about why and what the state of Michigan did coming out of the Great Recession to help the automotive industry get back on its feet. Though the show is focused on Michigan, it offers a lot of good examples for other states and even other countries, as they try to give their local car companies and suppliers a helping hand. And here's a taste of what that conversation is all about. That is an excellent point because we put the world on wheels 100 years ago, but for decade after decade, I don't wanna say, well, you could say we took the industry for granted at times, but it's really been the last 10, 15 years where you had you know, my own organization, where we formed a statewide association to be an advocate and a voice for the industry. You had other organizations becoming more vocal. You had the, an auto caucus formed in the state legislature about five years ago. They never had an auto caucus in the state that put the world on wheels. So you really have had some game-changing events here that we didn't have before, which creates that environment and, and really communication, public-private and private-to-private, private, whatever it may be. Now there's one important point, John. So people will look and say, well, Michigan builds cars, and we do. We build more cars than anywhere else in the country. But all the growth that we're talking about has not been on the backs of new manufacturing plants for automobiles. It's been on the backs of diversifying ourselves into the future of the automotive industry. It's, also, elaborate So listen, and just in my county, in Oakland County, but it applies statewide, uh, uh, you know, the state has brought in more than 500,000 new jobs in the last five or, s- five or six years. And in my county alone, um, the great majority of those jobs, 130 or 40,000 of those statewide jobs in my county have been in a knowledge-based economy. $75,000 a year, more average salary, advanced degrees. If you live in the United States or Canada, you can watch that show this weekend on many public television stations. Or you can watch it right now at our website, Autoline.tv. Anyway, that wraps up this week's news. Thanks for watching, and please join us again on Monday.